Hello, hello, hello. Hi, it's the Coffee and Comfort Podcast. My name is Sylvia A with episode 12, Ain't God Good. Welcome to my corner of the podcast world. So good to have you here with me. I appreciate it and I hope God speaks to you through this episode. Today we are going to look at a few verses, but uh, to start off with, just keep in mind the famous Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31. Waiting on the Lord, trusting the process. So trusting the process is definitely something that is way easier said than done. So practically, it is only wise to take each day as it comes, as we don't know what tomorrow brings and we know how it goes, where if you stress about tomorrow, you don't really get to do what you need to today. And a lot of the times I have often wondered if anything is really happening Is there any change taking place? What movement am I making? Is God really working? The answer to all of those questions is always yes. However, I learned along the way that those are not always the right questions to be asking while in the process. And when I say along the way, I mean I've walked down this road of wrong question asking for a while, months. The beauty of asking though is that at some point, you will get an answer. God always speaks back. And let me tell you, just keep tugging at his hem. Keep asking, keep seeking, knock. You will get your answer. Anyway, I digress. There's a reason for each season. There's a reason why you need to go through what you're going through. Sometimes it's sowing and planting seed season. Sometimes it's waiting season. Sometimes it's wilderness season. Sometimes it's reaping season but they all have a point to them. You need to know or at least ask in each season, what are you supposed to be doing? Even when you're sowing and planting, you've got to know how to sow, how to plant, where to plant, what you plant. When you're waiting, how do you wait? How do you, how do you wait on the Lord? Sometimes it's in the wilderness. What, do you, what is it that you do when it's dry, when it's silent, when there's like nothing? You just hear crickets and the tumbleweed that goes down the road. <laughs> and um, I learned that the questions to ask are questions that need to lead to growth and understanding of God, his plans, and the objective of the process, and not so much how or when it will end. Why am I in the season? What do I need to learn about myself? What do I need to do? Or how can I serve in the season? What do I need to learn? What are the skills even that I need to learn? What do I need to read up on? What do I need to understand? Who do I need to speak to? You know, things like, Lord, reveal to me what you are trying to do within me and through me. What do I need to be doing right now? What do I need to let go of? What do I need to pick up? What do I need to learn? Who do I need to become so that the next level, I am ready, I am strong? All of those questions lead to growth, understanding, and wisdom. And they also start this two-way conversation with you and God, which is never ending. And I'll tell you why it's never ending. Because you will want to unpack each answer with more questions. Or the answer blows your mind that you just need to sit in it for a minute because you need to understand it. Then you need to execute plan around it, get a strategy. Okay, cool. This is what I need to be doing. This is what is happening. And so it goes. Something that is really difficult about trusting the process that I've found is that 
It's because we don't always see it. We don't see anything that happens. Only later. You know, it's that retrospective thing where you're like, ah, okay, that's why. And if only we could trust that the process of our lives is working, we're being built, and that it will work out for us the way we trust in, for example, gym and clean eating to transform and change our bodies. Because even that, we only see it later. We only see the results later. But somehow... We believe in that more than the process that our lives take. And unfortunately, the process really is where dreams are made. It's where they're cultivated and built so that they can come true, so that you can be the person to receive the blessings. Because I think I've said it before that a blessing ahead of its time will just be a burden because you won't have the skills for it, you won't understand what to do, your character will not be will not have been developed to kind of carry these blessings, you know, see the opportunities, know what to do with those opportunities. It's in the process where you also learn about yourself. You see the true you, and also it's your time to weed out your raggedy mentality, unbelief of self, self-sabotage, self-rejection. Build up your confidence, your self-love and the mentality and the necessary skills needed. And I'm not going to lie, it's a very tough place to be in. It really is. But do you know what really makes it easier? Knowing that you are fighting through so much to make sure that the house you are building is going to be your dream house. The foundation will be strong, the walls will be steady And the roof will not blow away when the storms of life come raging through. Just by the way, this is the proverbial house. (laughs) Before you get the real house, you know? The proverbial house, like you, you know? Um, Strong roots that you can withstand anything. That the foundation is so strong that even when you fall, you fall down um, on something that will hold you up. Something that will take care of you. The process of here and now is to make you strong for whatever needs to happen or for whatever you're going to receive over there. Because that's what we're always looking forward to, right? When I get there, you know, uh, the tomorrow, the future. This process applies to anything you have going on in your life. If you have a bigger picture in mind, that is great. You can see the mountain and the mountaintop, which is beautiful. But now you need to get onto the path that will get you there. Not quickly, but steadily with each step each day. I heard someone once say, and I hope I get this right, that sometimes God will show you the path, but not the mountaintop. Or he will show you the mountaintop, but not the path. And that's where, whichever one he shows you, you still lean on him. You still need to pray. You still need to ask for guidance. And something that I've also found, which is quite helpful, is, you know, that retrospect that I was talking about earlier, the looking back on your life to see what has happened and how things actually worked out in your favor. Even if it was learning a painful lesson, it was still in your favor because now you're better for it. And remembering the good things that God has done for you is the key to keep going each day. And I think in the book of Psalms, David does this really, really well, where he will, you know, share his his anguish or his pain and he will, you know, let it all out. And then as he and then in the second kind of verse leading to the end, 
He will say, but you, Lord, have always been faithful. Your unfailing love has always surrounded me. You have done great wonders. You have done great things. Oh, my soul, rest in the Lord and his greatness. I'm paraphrasing, but you know. <laughs> so it's it's that. It's it's like my soul is is tired and I'm in pain and I'm feeling so much anguish. However, Lord, you are the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. I know I'm going to make it out of this. It's just that here and now it feels like it's so much pain, like I can't go on. But I know that you have done great things. You will do great things and you will forever do great things. I just need to trust you. I just need to find rest in you. And if you're listening to this and you have um, thought back about how you are here now and today, it means that you've had some wonderful things work out. And I want to ask you to hold on to that while working towards the new ones with God, while praying for God to do it again, not necessarily in the same way, but to do it in his way. Don't invalidate the beauty of the process just because your feelings are hurt right now. They will pass. You will heal. The one definite thing about feelings is that they pass, they fade, or they change. That's why we cannot trust our feelings. We need to feel them, but don't let it be the the thing that guides you. Don't look down on the process just because it's taking longer than usual. Because how do you know it's taking so long? Did God share the timings with you? And now he is just strolling along and not delivering what he said he would when he would. Because we think things take long because we want God to be on our time, on our schedule, because it should have happened by now. But the truth of the matter is, it won't happen now time. Because we say with our chest that God's timing is perfect, but it's like, okay, so it's a, if it's perfect, why do we not trust it? If Isaiah chapter 60 verses 22 says, when the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. We need to trust in that. That's a huge promise. And you know what they say about God and his promises? He always comes through. He doesn't lie. The process is there to build you up into a strong house so that you can carry the blessings that are coming your way, so that you can handle what is going to be given to you because you are now mature, you are complete, and you lack nothing. And that is where the joy part comes in. And to me, I think that's what James meant when he wrote that. Consider it all joy when you go through trials. Because at first you're like, why would I be joyful when things are, are hard? Why? Why would that even be a thing? Like, how do you even put those two words together in a sentence? But then you shift your perspective to those questions that you need to ask there in the beginning. You shift your perspective to see that if I go through these trials, it's going to bring out great things within me. Because when I'm facing the trials, it brings me closer to God. It makes me pray more, question more, talk more. Then I get more wisdom. I'm going to grow. I'm going to be sharp. I'm going to be more creative. Have you noticed how creative you can be when things are tough and you even surprise yourself? You know, when you're back on, backed up against the wall, up against time, and you're like, your mind is just racing. You're like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And you keep brainstorming so many things until you get, you pull out, you know, the great ideas. The process has a point. You can't be anything without putting in the work. 
you have to put in the work for everything. Everything. From being an architect to a doctor, to being a radio presenter, to being a strategist, to being a, uh, a lawyer, a, um, someone in construction, an artisan, a tech person, um, a sports person, a, everything requires work. God uses the process to bring out the things that he put in you that you along the way pushed deep down for whatever reason. Because at some point you knew, you knew, but either it got bullied out of you, you got talked out of it because of fear, or you weren't supported enough for it, so you kind of just let it go. But at some point it has to come out and that's where the process comes in and it's a journey that you need to walk with the Lord and something that, you know, it has to be done. So let me encourage you today, my friend. God's plans are better than yours. Lean into the will of God. Lean on him. He is your strong tower and the answer to literally everything. Every question, everything that you need to know, God knows. He's your creator. God made this path specifically for you. You know like how something is like tailor-made and how it fits so well, like a nice suit or a nice skirt or some pants, how it's fit for you. And when somebody else tries it on, it's like a little bit like, oh, no, I feel it here. It's weird. It's weird over there. But when you put it on, it's perfect. He made this path for you. And during the process, as you walk, you will meet the scripture that we all love. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I, the Lord, know the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper you, give you a hope, give you a future. Remember that. Remember that. Because that is the perfect kind of like culmination of Isaiah 40 verse 31. For those who wait upon the Lord. And then Jeremiah comes in. Which we will talk about in our next episode. So until next time, friend, do the things that make you happy and keep a smile on your face. Peace.